Hi, I'm Brandy. And I'm Angelina. And welcome to Talk 40 to Me. We're having all the candid conversations you'd have with your bestie. Join us as we unpack life in our 40s and all the questions that led up to this next chapter. Hi, everyone. This is Brandy. And this is Angelina. And welcome back to another episode of Talk 40 to Me. Welcome back. I really like doing these. I say these like we've done so many. (laughs) (laughs) This is our second one-to-one and I really like it. I'm enjoying. And by the way, Brainy has an orange shirt on today or or like rust color. You look very fall. I, I did. I felt I was out of my yoga pants. They're all, they all need to be washed. So I put on <sighs> some other like comfy pants, but not yoga pants. And I'm Isn't like, well. Isn't that the worst when you're like. put I on just, a fall shirt. I just want my leggings. Like. <laughs> it's so bad. Ever since working from home, all I want to do is just wear my leggings. I get it. I Did you totally see that it. social video of like, <clears throat> sorry guys, my voice, like I'm still recovering from a cold. So if I sound like a boy going through puberty where my (laughs) voice comes in and out, that's why. But I'm working. It's early in the morning. We're recording this early. I'm sipping on some hot tea. So maybe the voice will get better as we go along as I like prep my voice for the day throughout this chat. It'll get better. So what were you saying? Something about pants and fall. Oh, my gosh. What was I saying? I kind of (laughs) forgot. Oh not enough God. caffeine. Already? Not enough caffeine for the day. <laughs> okay, maybe it'll come back to you. It was something about pants or leggings or I don't know. I I don't even know. She's staring at me blankly. <laughs> Blanks. We got a we got a blank stare. Oh my here, gosh, folks. this is what happens um, when I don't have time for my coffee. Our kids siphon our brain cells while we sleep. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, we thought it would be fun. Um, <laughs> moving on and on. Um, Thought it would be fun to add in a quote. This one we feel was pertinent because of last week's episode with I'm drawing a blank. Kathy Guzman Galloway. I got you, girl. I can't say I can't say her name like you do. Kathy Guzman Galloway. So if you guys did not listen to last week's episode, please listen to it. But our quote today is: We need women at all levels, including the top to change the dynamic, reshape the conversation to make sure women's voices are heard and heeded, not overlooked and ignored. And that is by Cheryl Sandberg. So we felt that was pertinent because Kathy gave us so much great information about just owning who you are and being a woman in business and just no fear, you know, going for what you want in life. And for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I see why you go to her for so much advice, Brandy. I, I actually spoke to her yesterday. I was like, Hey, I have a question. <laughs> <laughs> May I pick your brain? Yeah. I mean, she's just, I don't know. She's just loaded with wisdom. She always has like, the, she says the right things. And, and you know, what I loved about the conversation with her last week is that she just, she's no BS. It's like, Hey, there is fear. There is fear in doing whatever it is that you want to do. I mean, it, it, it doesn't even have to be a woman in business. It can be anything in life. There is fear within that. And it's how do you overcome that fear and how do you believe in yourself? Right. And I think all of that holds so much truth that I don't, 
I, I, I'm told quite a bit that I don't give myself enough credit and, and there's imposter syndrome. And I've heard from so many other people that they live with this imposter syndrome, like I'm not good enough. And so whatever that means for you, that, mm -hmm. it, you know, we, we have a voice, we are intelligent, we are smart. There's so much that we could do with this amazing life that we have. And Kendall, I mean, Kendall said it so perfectly, like, yeah. like, you know, she, I'm going to do what I want with this, right? I'm going to do what I want with this one wild, beautiful life. And so I think all yeah. of these different episodes are kind of coming together with this beautiful message that, you know, have self-confidence, believe in yourself, champion others. Mm -hmm. And, you know, together we can make the world a better place. Heal the world. Make it a better place. That's what that means. <laughs> Showing my age here, but I just cut to that. Do you remember that song, that commercial, and everybody came together? Oh, yeah. Was it a Pepsi I commercial? Know. I don't know. It was a I mean, fundraiser for something. Oh, that's it what like it was. Stevie Wonder and Cindy Lauper. It was the 80s. Yeah. I don't so know. So good. We'll have to find, find that video and share it. So, well, how was your week? I mean, I know you're sick. You've been sick. Yep been dealing with this dreadful so here's the deal i don't like fall <laughs> people think that i'm crazy but i don't like fall because i feel like this the entire season you're gonna be ousted from society yeah i mean this is why i don't like fall the weather i mean you are crazy. a female you are a female where you're supposed to be oh my god i love fall let's go frolic in the leaves yeah. he didn't do his survey no? large enough because i didn't <laughs> I do not like fall. <laughs> I felt really good wah, wah. on Monday. And then I went outside for like two hours and then woke up on Tuesday feeling like this. So I am with you on that. As soon as the weather changed, we all got very excited. And then my whole household proceeded to get sick. Yeah. But we're on the up and up. But the week. You're still on the struggle. Yes. Bus. But the week, the week is going great. Kids had fall break. They're finally back at school poor guys like they totally got shafted for their fall break because I was sick husband was traveling so but I bought a gingerbread yeah. house so Target Target has Halloween gingerbread houses is it pre-assembled or do you have to no, like you it? assemble it because... and oh, uh -uh. and the one that I got I can't I was like oh Easton can eat this so for those of you who may not be aware my youngest has several food allergies so he can't eat a lot of stuff so I'm like okay this works because it's hard to find a gingerbread house that doesn't have milk in particular. They actually eat it. My kids don't actually eat they, it. They like munch on the candies they, and stuff. Yeah, they eat the candy, not the actual like. They like to try it and then they realize they don't mm. like it. Because it's nasty. Yeah, it is. It's like a eating cardboard. But did you get it together? Okay. There was this really cool part where you get to crush some butterscotch candies and you put it in the oven with the front of the house and it melts and it looks like like glass oh that's and we were really excited about it and we let it dry and the next morning we got back to it i don't know what i did wrong <laughs> but i was even really excited because they have these little things that you plant like the little plastic things that you put the gingerbread house on to keep it standing and i was like this is perfect now i will say that one part was broken so that didn't help the situation, but 
I kept trying to put it together. Easton kept trying to help me. It didn't work. I was using icing as glue. That didn't work. And the whole thing just came completely tumbling down. So I looked at the boys and I'm like, decorate them however you want. I'm going back to work. I was so angry. That was me with our gingerbread houses last year. I can never get those things to stay up. So I now look for pre-assembled ones. It's just, it's going to be pre-assembled and we know we're not going to eat it. It's just for looks and it's just to have fun. You can munch on the candies. But so you can still decorate um, it if it's pre-assembled? Yes, okay. it comes with all the decorations. So you just decorate it. You don't have to fight keeping the darn thing up with icing. Like icing is not a good, you know, glue. It just may, or maybe we're just not good at it. I don't know. I don't even know if I, I might've taken a picture of it. If I did, I'll be sure to share it, but I don't know if I did. Cause I was so frustrated, but the boys decided to do a cookie decorating contest. Perfect. And, and so it entertained them for about an hour. It worked. It did the, it did the justice, the track. Yeah. Yeah. but so the I'll have to try that. Was good. So that's, that's been my week. What about you? I'm really, it's, it's been a blur. It's been, I had, my youngest had early dismissal. We didn't get fall break, I guess, because we get Mardi Gras. Um, so, but we had three days where he got off at like 1230. So that threw an, a wrench. I know. Well, just give him a whole day off or like, why do we have to have this early dismissal baloney? And, and then now this week, the oldest has early dismissal. So, um, yeah, I was, I was home a lot, same as you, like working with the kid home. So nothing super exciting. Um, I did get to sit by the pool. It was actually um, still warm enough that we warmed up our pool and we swam this weekend. That's fun. The perks of being in the South. That's fun. You know, three days for early dismissal. That's, that's hard. That's hard stuff. Yeah. It's rude. It's just rude. <laughs> but that, you know. So we thought we would take this episode and even though Brandy doesn't like the fall, we're talking about Halloween and fall. Well, I mean, there's <laughs> just a whole lot of hate right now because Halloween is my least favorite holiday. Did you know that? Gasp. I did not know Halloween that. It's my least favorite holiday. It creeps me out, people walking around in masks. But see, my friend, um, our friend from grade school, her, it's her absolute favorite holiday. And then Thanksgiving. And I'm like, all things Christmas. That's if I'm going to pick. But well, okay. So I know you're not going to say a scary movie, I'm sure. Hell no. You, but... I'm not saying a scary movie. Like, I can't watch that. <laughs> I'm still traumatized from Scream in high school. You didn't like Scream? No, I do not like, no. And really? I still think about it today with my windows. Like, let me close the windows because I don't know if somebody's going to try and like play a prank on me and like walk in my backyard with a scream face. So I don't think you came. I don't, was this in, did the ring come out in college? Do you remember that? Um, movie? I remember that and I've never watched it. Okay. So we went to the theaters and saw it. I think it was in college and our friend, you'll know which one, she <laughs> freaked out and starts. So there's a scene, if y'all haven't seen it, spoiler alert, where the girl climbs out of the television and starts coming towards the screen. And so she. That was on the commercial. I remember that part. 
she like grabs onto the seat, grabs onto me and starts climbing backwards, like trying to get out of her seat and climb backwards as if this girl's really going to come out of the movie theater screen. And at one point, there's this lady down in the front and she gets up and goes, oh, hell no. And just walks out of the movie theater, like straight up leaves. <laughs> but um, yeah, that that was my memory of that. But so I know you don't like scary movies. So if you're going to pick a fall movie or maybe a fall show, would you have one? Hey, I like happy fall stuff or, you know, I mean, you know, like Spookly the, squ- the Square Pumpkin. It's it's uh, what is the other one? Um, it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yeah. Well, That's- I was very excited about Hocus Pocus 2 coming out. OK, yes, I so we we actually watched it this weekend. We had to watch it a week late. And we did a whole little hocus yeah. pocus. Watch you party. you did like a Pinterest. You did a whole Pinterest shebang. It was fun. Where you had like your cute brownies and all of that. Like we had a very impromptu. Hey guys, we're gonna watch hocus pocus outside, and I have leftover pizza. So I just threw a bunch of stuff. Like we had cupcakes left over from the boy from Easton's birthday. That's fun. And we just threw it all outside and had the neighbors over, and we did an outdoor movie night. That's fun though. Y'all have that projector, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So what did you think? Well, no, I mean, fin- like it? let's finish talking about what you did. Like, you had such a cute setup. Oh. Uh, well, my, my guy child helped me. She loves a good theme party. So the biggest thing I did was my book brownies. Um, and and then I did a chili, but I decided to serve it in a pumpkin. Like a real pumpkin? Like you, like yeah. you took mm-hmm. a pumpkin and you... Hollowed it out. That's a lot of work. What'd you do with the insides? Did you make pumpkin pie? Uh, no, you know, there's actually not a lot of flesh in a pumpkin. I don't know how many pumpkins it takes to get a can of pumpkin. It's got to be a lot because there's not much in there. It was more seeds than anything. So I actually, I rinsed off and I roasted the seeds. I seasoned those with like cumin and paprika, salt and pepper. And then that was like a topping for the chili and it's a good snack. Apparently they're high in fiber. So (laughs) we, um, you just hollow it out. And so now we're going to carve. I was able to rinse the pumpkin out after and um, scrape it out a little bit more. And I sprayed it down with vinegar and bleach and we're going to carve it. So it's going to get two uses, but it was a fun little way to display. Oh, I didn't know that you could like clean it out and do something else with it. Yeah. I didn't know either, but I was like, let me try so I can salvage it. So I just scraped that layer off and then sprayed it down with bleach and it's going to get carved. How cool. Probably today. Yeah. Wow. So did you like the movie? I thought it was so cute. I loved it. I thought it was fun. They did a really good job. My kids loved it. I, I'm sure everybody's seen it by now, but my, my favorite was when she said everybody spread out and Sarah just like <laughs> spreads her legs and almost falls on the floor. Um, my, my, I think my favorite part, one of my favorite parts out. of the movie was when they were going in Walgreens. And the automatic door opens. <laughs> yeah. That's probably my, like, one of my favorite parts to the movie. That one was really funny. I love that. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, I have to say in terms of Halloween movies, like Hocus Pocus and Hocus Pocus 2, that's going to be tops on my list. I wasn't expecting the storyline to be what it was. So I yeah. was kind of thinking that they would take some of the characters from the previous movie and mm-hmm. and bring them back like the teenagers or who was oh, teenagers yeah. maybe they were parents so 
I think they did a good job of making it unexpected versus very practical from or predictable. Yeah. yeah, In that instance. But I do like that they had a nod to it because I was like, well, they're not even bringing up what happened. And then the guy who ran the shop, like he brought it up. Yeah. So I thought that was good. I liked it. And then in terms of like a fall show, this isn't even necessarily a fall show, but for some reason it evokes fall feelings for me. I always want to go rewatch episodes of Gilmore Girls in the fall. That feels right. I can see that. Do you like Gilmore Girls? I mean, I watched them a long time ago. I'm not like a huge, like, like I don't watch it all the time, but if it was on, I'd watch it. I love it. That's one of the shows like that and Friends mm-hmm. are shows that will just, I'll rewatch like just to put on while I'm doing laundry, just to listen and watch something. You want to hear something really random? I don't know if I want to admit this. <laughs> well, you said it now. You got, you got, you're committed. You're committed. Let's do it. At night when I'm going to bed and I don't see anything else on golden girls is like on replay and so i watch oh, like yeah. several episodes of golden girls and it like just puts me to sleep and just makes me relax <laughs> i think my sister-in-law does that i think she loves old episodes of golden girls too so don't be upset about that i don't think you're alone so since we're falling in falling in look at that look at that pun falling into fall look at you good job <laughs> i didn't mean to do it but what's um what's something you're grateful for right now it could be anything like it could even be tea or I don't know. What am I grateful for? I am so grateful for so many things. I'm going to go a little, a little deep here and sentimental, but I'm just very grateful for my health and my family and just the people around me. I think that there's some events that have happened this week that with people that we know are used to know whose lives are very different right now. And so it just really makes you take a little bit of a reflection on all these little mundane things that stress you out. Really in the grand scheme of things, they just don't matter. And so I'm just grateful to have another day and another day to be with my family and my kids. And um, and so, yeah, I'm I'm just grateful for life to be honest right now. I couldn't agree more. I was actually gonna say something along those lines is that we realized that we've lost two people out of our graduating class from high school to cancer and then another one fighting. And so, and we, I feel like we're in your head, you're like, we're too young for this, you know, to know people in that space. So I'm with you. I've, I was having like a lot, a lot of back pain last week and I, I get like really in my feelings and kind of grumpy, but when you put life in perspective, I'm like, you know what? I'm, God woke me up today and I can move my body and I'm going to do my best to what, what is it with this wild and wonderful life? That's right. Know? That's right. So I'm with you hundred percent on that. And I'm so great. Like, I'm so excited about Thanksgiving this year. Are you staying at home for Thanksgiving? We're staying here. Um, and my in-laws are supposed to be coming up. So, um, niece, nephew, in law Don't burn the macaroni this year. <laughs> yeah. Well, That would be interesting because half of us can't eat it anyway. Backstory, when we moved into our house a few years ago, a different house, we had a brand new oven and my sister-in-law and I were in charge of the macaroni and cheese. And I saw this amazing new recipe and it required panko breadcrumbs on the top and you broiled it for like, I don't know, five minutes. And probably less than that. Maybe it was like three. (laughs) Or 10. I don't know. I put it in. (laughs) 
And <laughs> my mother-in-law went to like check the mac and cheese. And when she opened it up, flames legit came out of the oven. And you're lucky you didn't burn her eyebrows off. Yeah. And so we ruined the mac and cheese, but it, it's a, our annual laugh because it was so funny. We had my parents, my in-laws, my sister-in-law, my niece and nephew. It was such a fun time. And so, yeah, we're excited to have some company hopefully this year. That'll be fun. And my parents normally come up every year, so it'll be a bummer that they're likely not coming up, but it'll still be nice to have some some company. It's always good. And I know you and I don't eat here, what I'm going to mention next, but a lot of people are all in this nostalgia. The McDonald's Halloween and Buckets from our childhood have come back and you can get a Happy Meal. And there's also adult Happy Meals right now, but I'm talking specifically about the buckets that are just quintessential. I, a lot of people are going to go get them for their kids, but my kids don't My kids don't like McDonald's. They prefer Chick-fil-A. Oh, my kids love McDonald's. Really? Okay. So there's a part of me that just wants to go for the bucket. Like, No, I thought about I that too. I thought about that too. I mean, here's the thing. Like it brought, it made me so happy getting the McDonald's bucket for Halloween. How can I, I deprive my kids from that if it is out? I showed them. I was like, look, and they didn't have the level of excitement that I thought. They were like, <laughs> oh, that's nice, mom. I'm like, but look at, look at the bucket. You know, they just... I wonder if it glows in the dark again. <gasps> I forgot about that. That would be so awesome. Mm -hmm. This like this whole like 80s, 90s nostalgia that is we have become of the age where people are dressing up like us. Like, did you see the, these TikToks that there's like 90s costumes at Party City? I did not see that, but I have seen people going to 90s parties and that made me very sad. Yeah, no, this is like... Actually, if you go to Party City and then they have, you know, these like fake no like fake Nokia's and it's got the chokers and it's a whole 90s outfit. I'm thinking like, when did we get old enough to to have somebody dressing up like us, like have a costume at Party City? In my head, 2000 was just like 10 years ago. I know. So I the know. 90s was 30 years ago. Barf. I can't. I, I Well, I don't feel like we're that old. So it's all about how we feel, right? Except when, my, when I crack, when I move. I mean, that that's a problem. But taking my collagen, so. <laughs> so tell me, I thought we would focus on like specifically like listening to things. Is there something that you are listening to and loving right now? Like a podcast or a song, mm. an audiobook, anything that's on repeat for you? Why don't you go first? Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I don't have anything on repeat. I did download the audiobook for um, Jay Shetty after our Kendall. Was it Kendall who suggested it? No, Kendall suggested the Mindful Morning, I think. Oh. I saved that one to download. That's on my Audible list. It's in our show notes from that last episode, the episode okay. on breast cancer awareness, if you guys want to go look. Oh, there was someone else that we had interviewed that that talked about the Jay Shetty book. And so I downloaded that and um, I started listening to it, but I, I don't really leave my house. So to like listen to it on the road has been a little bit of a challenge. Yeah, there's nothing. I mean, I'm going back to TV because that's my way to decompress. New Amsterdam is back on. And I really love that show. I haven't watched that. 
sadly, this is their last season. I discovered that last night, and my husband looked at me like, how did you not like know that this was their last season? And I was in lots of disappointment. So I really love that show. So that's kind of my Tuesday night thing. But the other thing that I'm excited to listen to, though, is uh, Kathy's new Kathy's podcast. Her season two launch launches this week. So uh, I'm excited to listen to that. And Kathy's podcast for y'all don't who don't know is called Fork in the Road. Yep, look her up by Kathy Guzman Galloway. Yep. and it's all stories about people who, you know, were met with a fork in the road to decide which way to go and how they overcame it and very uplifting motivational yep so i'm excited to listen to her uh next season i listened to last seasons and um so yeah that's it songs my kids sadly when i'm listening to music i'm i'm with my kids and they have me listen to um zombies three soundtrack the zombies three soundtrack that's the worst one and every time we get in the car, mommy put on Zombies 3. So I have, Ugh, no. I think I have all of their songs memorized at this point. <laughs> and then you catch yourself singing oh, them. Yeah. And then Easton, Easton tells me, mommy, you have the girl part and I have the boy part. So I have to sing the girl. Do it while he will do that with you, girl. Eat it up. Oh, no, I know. I know. I, I get into it just because they're so cute when they're like singing at the top of their lungs. I'm like, that's so adorable. Even though I have to question my godchild's choice of zombies three over two, we're going to have to talk about this. I feel like two is better. I mean, yeah. So that's the call of the wild. That's, that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> and for those who don't know what we're talking about is the Disney channel movies. There are three zombies, one, two, and three. It's kind of like descendants, I suppose would be the best. Way. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's cute. So what about you? So I am actually, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts and stuff. I But I, I pulled up a book that I had previously listened to. It's called Kitchen Confidential by Anthony Bourdain. And I'm re-listening to that. Um, it's read by him. So I just, he's funny and poignant. And it's just a nice, easy listen that I enjoy to just throw on. So that is is one i bounce all around with my podcasts i mean i think top 40 to me is a really good podcast girl i heard that i heard those two girls are so great you should really i mean Snaps. listen to all the I episodes should. leave a review yeah i am i'm gonna binge them listen to them all of that and then music yeah a lot of that is dictated by my children and we have been listening to Knife Talk by Drake over and over. Interesting. I don't I don't think I know this song. You'll, you'll have to look it up. I mean, you got to find the unexplicit version for the children. But apparently this is what's hot with the middle schoolers. Oh, really? So. Mm -hmm. uh, my kids will walk around singing Astronaut in the Ocean. Oh, yes. They're still obsessed with that yeah. one. They, they love that. And then for a while it was Anything Imagine Dragons. And then Astronaut in the Ocean came up, and now this week it's Knife Talk. So I remember one day uh, the boys asked Alexa, Alexa, play Astronaut in the Ocean. And she was like, I cannot play this music because basically it, it had explicit a curse word yeah. in it. Mm -hmm. And Garrett, who does not live in the pop culture world whatsoever, he's like, What's that? And I'm like, You know the song. And he goes, no, I don't. And I'm like, I promise you, if you heard it, you would know. And he's like, well, how does it go? And I'm like, well, I don't understand what the guy says. So I was like, 
Would you roll down, run, run, even <laughs> and run, 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 astronaut in the ocean? Run, run, run. <laughs> and he's like, I have no idea what you're saying. I'm like, fine. So I pulled. He probably just stared at you like. He did. What? <laughs> <laughs> what you know about rolling down in the deep? Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. I thought you did all right. I mean, I I felt your vibe. Astronaut in the ocean. <laughs> Sorry, I just don't know the lyrics. I'm not making fun of the song. That's not what I'm doing. I, I'm essentially making fun of myself because I didn't know the lyrics right at that point in time, but I could hear it in my head. And he could not, he wasn't feeling that vibe. You know what this reminds me of? We're going to have to share this on our stories, but there is a guy, a TikToker. He's at Gregisms. I don't know if you've ever, I think I've sent you some of his stuff. I feel like I've seen something. It's Greg ISMS. He's actually a teacher in New Orleans. He oh, yes. I love him. So funny. Oh, he's got millions of followers on TikTok. So he shared this story. He was talking about how he was in the gym and he's jamming out. He said all of these years, he thought the song was I Can't Stand Lorraine. And he said he thought everybody was singing about somebody. Like, he's like, everybody in their life has a Lorraine. You know, like, <laughs> I can't stand Lorraine. It's my window. Like, and he said, you guys, I have gone my whole life. And today I realized it was, I can't stand the rain. I was dying laughing. Like, he truly believed it was. Well, that's like that one Taylor Swift song. I don't remember what song it is, but I remember every time I listen to it, I feel like she's saying Starbucks and <laughs> and she clarified and that she is not saying Starbucks, but I don't know mm. why I can't unhear Starbucks. Do you know what song I'm talking about? I do not. I'll look it up. We'll have to look I'll it look up. It up. <laughs> look it up. So in pop culture news this week, Anna Sorkin is out of prison. Yes. So we, I think we've talked about this in our last one-to-one -one episode. If you guys have not watched Inventing Anna on Netflix, watch it. It's fascinating. Um, that actress did a phenomenal job. And then if you want to delve even further, she does an exclusive interview with Alex Cooper on the Call Her Daddy podcast. And she is every much as interesting <laughs> in that interview as we thought she was in the well, They had like a 2020 special with her too like when the show was oh. when the show was like really popular i was like researching this girl and and this is exactly what she wants so i'm falling i'm falling into her plan but i was googling her and they did a interview with her on like 2020 and i looked i watched the um the interview online on like youtube or something and it was i was just like so fascinated how does this person get away with this and how do people like believe this she was just like commanding but in the interview she said i i was from germany that's true but nobody ever asked me about my job nobody asks who your parents are they don't ask how much money you make and so alex cooper said she told her she never had told any senseless lies but then she said i guess i did i mean i cannot tell an exact instance but i am sure i did and it's really surprised to me that people are like so interested in the way that I went about the things. It is interesting. So she's, she's just like, she was a really strange interview. Um, never really answered the questions, skirted around them as best as possible. But so she got out on bail. I think it was like $10,000.
which is not a lot. No. Considering I'm reading an article by Town and Country magazine that kind of gives the whole series of events, and it says in October 2022, Delvey was released from Orange County ICE facility on the conditions that she had to post a $10,000 bail, remain in 24 hour home confinement, and not use any form of social media, according to Bloomberg. Are they going to deport her? I don't know. I was trying to look that up, but she it says, What else is Anna Delvey up to? She signed onto a new docu-series that will pick up where Inventing Anna ends. Oh, so she's going to be making some money. Delvey signed a deal with a production company to star in a limited document documentary series about our life after prison. Anna's story is very much alive and still unfolding as we speak. We've been developing this project with her for months now and have spent countless hours on the phone and video calls with her. She is a complicated and fascinating character and we are looking forward to telling the next chapter of her ever-evolving tale. And they told that to Dateline. I'm interested. I'm not going to lie. I'm here for it. Oh, it's not just TV. As she awaits news of her deportation, her first art exhibit opened on Manhattan's Lower East Side in late March 22, titled Free Anna Delvey. What? The gallery contains works of 33 artists inspired by Delvey's experience, along with five 22-inch by 30-inch pencil and acrylic drawings by Delvey herself. Each of the five drawings, hmm. according to the New York Times, are priced at $10,000. Goodness. Oh, and this says she will remain under the supervision of ICE, but will be able to fight her deportation free from physical custody. So, yeah. And then if she ends up with work here, she could probably get a visa, I'm, I'm guessing. That allowed her to stay here. I don't know what the rules are of that if you're a felon. Check this out. Her art dealer values the collection in the 400000 to 500000 range per Variety magazine. Wow. She concluded her message. You've heard so many voices already, but this is the beginning of me telling my story, my narrative from my perspective. I hope you guys enjoy this show. She's going she's gonna to be famous one way or another. She's... <laughs> She's going to get there. This was never something that I was trying to be or wanted to be. Delvey told NBC News of the scammer persona. This is like totally has been pushed upon me like the prosecution and by the following by the following media and by the Netflix show. But I'm trying to move away from that. Definitely. I just hate seeing all the scammer and fake heiress headlines. It's not something I enjoy, like trying to lean into promote. She wants a second chance. I'd love to be given an opportunity for people not to just dismiss me as a quote unquote scammer. Interesting. It's going to be very interesting. I'm going to watch it. I'm not going to lie. Oh my gosh, I am too. Whatever comes out, we're going to watch it. So, Brandy, let me tell you something. What you got? Given the theme of fall and Halloween, and I know this is not your jam, but I'm just going to let me tell you because this is... Hey, I'm along for the ride. My, let me tell you something right now. And it's not actually only Halloween fall for me. This is a year-round fascination situation, like many people. But my, let me tell you something right now, is Dahmer. I can't do it. I know you can't. I know you can't. I'm not along for that ride. You go ahead and talk about it, girl. <laughs> I thought about it so many times. I'm like, mm-mm, not doing it. <laughs> so I knew, uh, if those of you who don't know, I love true crime. I, I take it all in, and I've watched and listen to things about him before but netflix released a movie which by the way the actor did a phenomenal job about jeffrey dahmer and that that whole scenario in his life and it has turned into a bit of a rabbit hole for me because then they released his never before heard 
tapes, his confession tapes with one of his attorneys. So that's another Netflix episode. Last podcast on the left, it has a couple of episodes on him, which just so you guys know, last podcast on the left is not for everybody. It's a a little, it's a little raunchy and crude, but I love it. And then I found out Stone Phillips did an interview with Jeffrey Dahmer. So of course I have to watch that. So I've just been, I've been like really delving into it. But what I found very fascinating is that at the time of all of these murders, homosexuality was frowned upon. It was very much like people were in the closet and Jeffrey Dahmer was a homosexual and he also just happened to like black males. That was just who he was attracted to. So when all of this happened, people thought it was a hate crime. And they actually think that some things were ignored because of the gay community, because people thought like, oh, you can't go too close to them. You'll catch the gay stuff like that. Like they actually believed, you know, things would happen to you if you were around someone who was gay and it was it was it was very taboo and so there's a couple of instances where the police like blatantly ignored things that should have been he should have been arrested should have been investigated and they weren't and then a lot of people stayed quiet because they were gay they didn't want their family members to know gosh that's so sad it's really sad because it it shows that like he got away with a lot of things because of the way society was at the time but he had 17 victims in total and it came out that later it was like, no, it wasn't a hate crime. He chose the victims because he was attracted to them. And then unfortunately for those individuals, that's who he was attracted to. But they ranged from as young as 14 on. Can't. Mm-mm. It's, yeah. So it's just, it's disturbing. It's, it's fascinating if you think of it that way. But that is what um, I'm listening to and watching right now. It just brings me to like a dark, depressive state. Does it not make you feel depressed when you like listen to that? No, I just get like, because I think the psychology of it is very interesting to me. If I went back and did it again, I think I, I might've taken more anthro and psychology classes because I'm just, I'm fascinated by that stuff. And then like the way the, his brain works and then the missteps that happen throughout the case. I don't know. I, I can see how that would be depressing for people though. I get that. It just makes me feel so sad hearing that. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not for everybody, but we know who it isn't for. Not for you. This girl right here. But if you're you're not, if you haven't watched it and you want to watch something a little creepy for the Halloween season, the Dahmer movie, it's a good one. Mm. What's your, I'm sure you're, let me tell you something, is much more sunshine and rainbows than mine. Well, I'm going to pull something that you actually suggested, but I don't think we talked about in depth. And this isn't for everyone either, because a lot of people are over this group. But Kourtney Kardashian's clip about her weight gain. Oh, yes. Yes. You think we can play it? Can I play it? Try. Yeah. Let me play it, because I think I saved it. Oh, here it is. I got it. So this is some people commenting on Courtney talking about her weight and and body image. Oh my God. I used to be like 95 pounds. And then I would be like, then like 105 became my new, like normal weight. 
I'm 115. I loved this part of the episode. While she's getting her glam done, she's talking about weight. She's talking about her body changing. Everyone always comments, like in every photo, like, I'm pregnant. Eight months of IVF treatment has definitely taken a toll on my body. You know, it's taken a lot to get me to the place of feeling really comfortable and happy with the changes. She used the word thicker. She's like, I love being thicker. I'm so into my... My um, thicker body, my ass is amazing. We saw the contrast of that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and I mean, and for reference, if you guys don't know, she's very short. That's exactly what I was about to say. So she, I just looked it up. She's five one, and so yeah, a lot of people may say, "Oh, that's you know, that's still very small." Oh, no, which <clears throat> I'm five foot, so she's. She's got one inch on me. <laughs> I used to say I was five one, but apparently I'm just five foot. And in our range is um I wanna say like the top is like one twenty, maybe one twenty five, if I recall correctly. So yeah. she's like right in the middle. And so, you know, I think I think it's a good conversation to have. I think we should all love our bodies for whatever size we are. But but I think, you know, given the conversation that's happened with the, within that family, you know, how Kim has talked about her diet, especially for the Met Gala, there's a lot yeah. of conversation about Courtney and her weight and the way she looks. And then now, now Courtney's coming in all the way on the other side talking about her weight gain and that she's embracing and the it. And IVF. And IVF, so... Because you bloat when, you, you know, you'll get swollen and all that when you do IVF. So I think that that's, which I didn't know until I saw that clip that she was doing that. Um, so, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's good that we have, and you people, y'all can say what you want about the Kardashians. I know some people love them. Some people want to hate them. But I think just to have someone that is of prominence in society to come out like that and say, yeah, I've gained weight and I'm okay with it and I like myself and I'm. And I'm going through, I'm a normal person yeah. and I'm normal. Woman. Yes, absolutely. And you know what, um, separately speaking of, you know, just feeling good for within yourself, people are going to so get tired of us talking about Peloton, but I did take, <laughs> I took the Lizzo Peloton ride and it was so good. It was fun, right? It was so fun. And she showed up and I think Lizzo exudes just body confidence and, and being comfortable within yourself and being proud of who you are. And so, yeah, that was such a good ride and such a fun ride. It was. And, you know, she, um, she clapped back on Kanye this week because he made some comments about her in the media about her weight and saying that it was unhealthy and she was promoting the wrong thing. And I, you know, I saw that, but I didn't look to see what her response was. I mean, she basically was like, I'm, I'm big, I'm beautiful, this is who I am, and you don't have to like me, and I really don't care what you think, you know? So it was, right. it, was, it, was in, it was good, it was interesting. So, rapid fire, we pulled together some rapid fire questions that I feel like fall into fall. So the first thing I thought would be fun to ask is what is your biggest fear? So like, things that crawl creatures of the black lagoon what scares you you want to know something that scared me we were sitting outside one night and we have a lot of crickets in north texas mm -hmm. and a cricket we had flying crickets that night 
and a flying cricket came flying on my shoulder and I was not happy about it. They actually fly, have wings? They, like it didn't just I jump? I don't know. I don't, I'm telling you, the thing flew. I think they jump. Pretty sure they jump. Uh, <laughs> I saw flying crickets. So is that one of your biggest fears? You're now afraid of crickets? Roaches. Roaches are the worst. <gasps> okay, that was mine. Sorry for the gag, you guys. That was gross. But Roaches, that is crickets, top. Crickets might fear. be, you know, maybe second or third on that list. I think if geckos would be second or third. On I my think list. if I had to put them in order, <laughs> it might be disgustingness. Roaches, mice. Oh, no ratatouille. Oh, he's a rat. Or rats. Anywho. Whatever snakes. Those would probably be my top three. If I found one of those in my house, it's over. I think I, I'm almost like I'd rather encounter a snake than a roach. Is that crazy? I, you got, I loathe roaches. I think they are an abomination. I don't think they are from the Lord. <laughs> they can survive. <laughs> they can survive without their head for days. They can survive a nuclear holocaust. It's not right. They don't, they don't belong. I think the devil left them behind at some point. And, and, and for those of you who are not from the South in South Louisiana, those little shits fly. Flying roaches. They, they fly and they're huge. So like, gross. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. And then in terms of other things, Halloweeny, I don't do clowns. No, I saw I saw that post where you can have um, clowns like you can hire a clown to deliver cookies. Yeah, that's something my family would do to me just to just to mess with me because they do every year. Like and then my neighbors last year, they tied a red balloon to the grate. I mean, I just I don't like them. I'm, I, I'm cool with Cirque du Soleil clowns and that's about it. But I mean, what would you do if a Cirque du Soleil clown came up to you, like invited you on stage? You would go? See, I would go. I'd be cool with that. What if they because did? They're not totally. But some of them are covered. creepy. Like when they like walk around like this, like doo, 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 doo. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? I, yeah, but I think I feel like they don't paint their whole face and they don't always cover their hair. So the issue for me is like the complete coverage that bothers me. And then also, I mean, hello, the movie It, number one. Don't watch reason. it. Not, no, uh, yeah, well, don't. I did it when I was younger. That was a bad idea. Number two, John Wayne Gacy. And if you guys don't know who John Wayne Gacy is, he was a prevalent serial killer in the 70s. And he dressed up like a clown. He Angelina, I'm starting to think that this is like a really depressing episode between, <laughs> between my hate for fall and all these like morbid <laughs> things that you watch and talk about. I'm just saying it's 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 further reason why we shouldn't trust a we need to move we need to move on from this conversation it's freaking me out i'm gonna go <laughs> since you've since you've done such a great job of like guiding this conversation i'm gonna turn this back okay, over to you what candy okay. would you take from your kids trick-or-treat bag reese's hands down reese's and if there's a butterfinger i'm going for that too all the way i'm i bet you i could guess what yours is go for it a hershey's like chocolate bar if I could have dairy, it would be. Yeah, I'm talking in a perfect world. Like, this is like... Oh, in a perfect world. Okay. We can eat whatever we want. Oh, man. I'd I'm probably gonna... do Reese's. I'd probably do Hershey's. Mm -hmm. But, oh, man. 
there's one that I'm thinking of, but I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, yeah, pretty much anything chocolate. I, I would take it. Can I just say how much better the candy that kids get today is versus what we got when we were kids? The level of candy has elevated. My kids will come home with whole bars yeah. of candy. Yeah. Yeah. It's I got like Chico sticks when I was a kid. Yep. And chiclets, gum. Like you know what else has been elevated? The parental experience during Halloween trick-or-treating as well. Absolutely. My parents didn't get to walk around and drink wine while their kids trick-or-treated. I mean they might have been. Do your neighbors have jello shots that they hand out to the parents? I do have some neighbors that do that, yes. I think both of our neighborhoods go a little bananas for Halloween. It's it's a it's a whole event. Yeah. Here. Yeah. We even have a band. It's a big it's a big thing. That's nice. We don't we don't have that, but well, that, that's just me. That's my thing. Yeah. We have hay rides and people bring out popcorn machines. I mean, it's like it's all out. It's more like a fall festival. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. But we in our old neighborhood, we were trick or treating, and they had a family. They're like, "Hey, we don't have kids, but we have um, Jello shots. Come, come, stop by, parents." And I was like, "Well, look at this. This is good." <laughs> well, hot damn! Like, all right, I can be on board with this. So I like that the adults are getting into it and having a good time, yeah. and providing for the parents as we shuffle our kids around the neighborhood. Next question fall favorite scent okay so i've been really loving life in lilac so this is a candle and scent brand by the sister studio her name is jen reed um, she's at sister studio ig on instagram love her one of my all-time favorite bloggers she launched this line she launched with a, a scent called always welcome which wasn't necessarily intended to be a fall scent but it evokes fall to me it's my all-time favorite that she's done and then i just bought her backyard bonfire scent and it's just it smells like roasted marshmallows and crackling fire kind of like marshmallow fireside from bath and body works very similar interesting wow that sounds really good it's so good. And her brand is clean. So that's one thing that I, I like. It's, you know, it burns clean. It's got better for you ingredients in it. So that is like my favorite right now. It's all you can smell in my house. I would like the link to this, please. Yes, ma'am. I shall share it with you and we'll put it in the notes because I love it. So what about me, you? Uh, my neighbor was so gracious to, um, because we've both had colds. <laughs> And so she sent a little care package over for me to put these ingredients on the stove in boiling water. And apparently it helps to like oh, sanitize yeah. the air. But also a simmer pot. Yes. And it was orange, like slices of orange, cinnamon sticks. What else was Cranberry. it? Cranberries and clove. And it smelled so good. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to do this more often and even little garrett we were upstairs and he's like mommy why does the house smell like cinnamon i'm like well because we have this amazing thing that's happening on the on the stove and it's meant to make our house smell good and he's like it smells so good although he does really like the smell of cinnamon so i'll say that that's my new favorite fall scent and i think i might be obsessed with it well did it smell your whole house it did the entire house smelled like it so like william sonoma basically in your house Pretty much. yeah i'm gonna have to do it I have it to do it. Like William Sonoma. Um, okay. Last question. Favorite Halloween costume you ever wore, even as a kid? I was a wicked witch. 
when I was in first grade and my mom painted my face green, everything. And I was so excited to go to my grandparents' house because my grandpa loved Halloween and he loved to scare people. And in my head as a first grader, I was like, I'm going to scare him, my pa. Well, spoiler alert, he scared the ever-living daylights out of me. <laughs> um, and then I was mad at him <laughs> because I wanted to scare him. But to this day, I still look back on those pictures and I loved that costume. Um, my, my shade of green was just perfection. Awesome. What about you? I remember dressing up as a witch. I also remember my mom making a lot of my costumes. I feel like I might have been like a bear or a rabbit at one point in time, but I don't really remember all of my costumes as a kid. So the one that I remember the most is when we dressed up as crayons and it wasn't Oh my god. It wasn't the <laughs> the most, you know, elaborate costume, literally a tank top and pants or a skirt. For, for most so of creative, us, though. it was so creative. I was the box. And so I would say that's probably my most favorite because that's probably the most fun I had in, in terms of like my young adulthood for Halloween ever. Like it's yeah. the best, it was the best memory I have of us and our friends going out for Halloween and just having such a great time. So great memory, but also like impromptu costume that that we created so it just it makes I loved me so that happy one. like I just I also I had a lot of fun at Harley Quinn last year so that was a fun costume yeah and you dress up every year we don't dress up every I year know. um I am trying on uh one of my neighbors Captain Marvel costumes this year Ooh, fun I don't know how my body is gonna look in it so I'm te- I'm doing a test run who cares I know but uh, I don't know we'll see We'll see how it goes. So I'm gonna it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna test it out and see how it goes. And if it works out, I will share a picture. So there okay, we are. Good. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope I wasn't too dark and stormy. I mean, <laughs> you had a great time with it. it might have creeped me out. I may not sleep for a week, but oh my god, I'm kidding. No, this is so much fun. Stay tuned for next week's episode. We will have Angel from Dashing Darlin at Dashing Darlin on Instagram, sharing all things motherhood and gratitude. And she's just a light. You guys are going to love it. We appreciate you spending this time with us. And we hope your October is going to be amazing and not at all scary unless you want it to be. We hope it's spooktacular. That was good, Boris Karloff. I liked it. I was kind of hoping that maybe this like cold voice that I have is a great radio voice. We'll see. You could have done like a Vincent Price and been like darkness falls across the land. Let's try it. The midnight hours close Gosh, at hand. You never, you're like, you have such a good memory. You don't know Thriller? Well, yes, but I mean, <laughs> darkness. I know that whole thing. I could keep going, but I'm darkness not. Darkness falls across the land. <laughs> What's the next part? Midnight hours close at hand. The midnight hours close at hand. (laughs) And creatures crawl in search of blood. And creatures crawl in search of blood. To terrorize y'all's neighborhood. To terrorize y'all's neighborhood. (laughs) That was good. That was good. If you guys have put up with us until this point, you are our people. We appreciate you so much. (laughs) 
please like, share, and rate on whatever comments, platform. Please comment, doing. share your comments. Yes. And thank you guys for all the individual texts and comments and feedback. Please keep them coming. If you love us, please rate us. It helps us so much. It allows us to continue to do this. Yep. The, the ratings really do and, help, so um, appreciate And it. not just rating, but also the comments are also immensely helpful too. So, because people want to know what are they getting themselves into when they're listening to Talk 40. <laughs> a whole a whole lot. A whole lot of randomness, that's for sure. <laughs> All right. We hope everybody has a great week. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Cheers. Thank you all so much for listening in. And as a member of our community, we want to hear from you. Follow us on social at Talk 40 to Me podcast and share your feedback on today's topic. How is the conversation relevant in your life? And is there a topic you'd love to hear us discuss? On that note, cheers to aging gracefully, living life to the fullest, and enjoying another day with your besties in life. <laughs>